guys to another episode of From the Heart for the Heart. I'm really excited to bring this episode to you guys. I've been wanting to do this for a while, and it is finally upon us. Yep. We are talking religion. And what religion? We'll probably go into a lot of different religions, probably. But the primary one we are going to talk about today is Christianity. We are all mm-hmm. American, and I believe we all have experience with it. So that, that's the topic today. I hope you guys are interested in that because it's going to get real feisty. Welcome our co-hosts, uh, Frankie, Woody, and Jaron. And you know me, Mike, how you guys doing today? Good. I'm underprepared. I thought we were going to talk about Zoroastroism. I didn't, did not definitely pass that message on to you. You must have left your brain in Disney World. <laughs> Speaking of that, yeah, you're wearing the wrong hat, buddy. <laughs> you like it? It's a brand new hat I actually got. You Work probably paid 60 bucks for it. It was more than 30, but okay. I got two of them, so yeah, it was about 60 for both of them. Oh, that's too much. They didn't even cut you a deal? No. Yeah, t- yeah they did. It was two for 60. <laughs> two, yeah. <laughs> I want to get the other one. I got a... I got a coworker or somebody who has a cricket who probably could have made that for you. My wife has a cricket. She could probably made it. <laughs> Actually, my wife's the one who picked out the hat, so I can't say anything. Yeah, don't. Don't end up on the couch already. We just Actually, started. No. I also got a shirt, too, to go with it. She bought that for you, too? Oh, no, that was all me. Okay. How much in debt are you right now? From Disney World? <laughs> my kids are not going to college. Why not? <laughs> I spent their college education. <laughs> I hope you enjoy this Whoa. magical moment because there's if, nothing else after this. He t- he always the, have him join the uh, the Sons of the Confederacy scholarship fund, <laughs> whatever it was you were talking about before. I'm they're sure not they'll, smart enough. they're not going to college. They're, they're going not to- smart enough. It's the Confederacy. How smart do you have to be? Let's break this college. down. No, I'm talking about college. I'm talking about scholarship. I can bump their heads every single other wow. day. Wow. Frankie, Frankie's already decided his kids are going to be bare-knuckle boxers. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> my, son's gonna be one of those, my son's going to be one of those that are actually take you on hunting tours during the uh, se- uh, hunting season. That's how he's going to make his money. So you're living your life through them. I love it. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what can my kids do for me? I like it. Absolutely. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What are we but talking it, about tonight? <laughs> Let's get back on topic. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we were talking about Christianity, guys. And uh, this is probably going to be a long, long episode. I hope it is because I wanted to get heated. I've been ready to get on Frankie's ass for I don't know how I don't know how long. Um, and Jaron. I think me and Jaron might bicker a little bit, too. I'm just ready for it all. Bring oh, okay. it on. So... I mean, we ready to open it up? We want to just open up the discussion and just start this thing or what, man? Let's get it on. Yeah, guys, you can check out From the Heart for the Heart. Uh, at most places, you can listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. Sorry, Google Podcasts. Uh, and then, of course, you can listen to us or sorry, watch us on Facebook and YouTube as well. So make sure to check us out. Keep supporting us. We appreciate it. And now, time for the main attraction. Oh, that sounded cool. I'll see when I record. <laughs> I'm going to go put some echoes on it and some horns. <laughs> watch, it, watch it be terrible, though, when you play back. <laughs> I'll auto-tune it. You know, auto-tune makes everything better. <laughs> so, what, what is everybody's uh, background? Not thoughts, but background with Christianity. Like, I grew up in it. Um, I grew up uh non-denav- non 
denominational slash uh what is it Kajic, uh church of god in christ um so i grew up in the typical black church i i for a time i did go to the um i don't even know what kind of church it was it was full of white people but they played more <laughs> organ rather than you know tambourines or drums or anything it was like real organ you sung out of the hymns it was very terrible catholic but... <laughs> yeah no right orthodox no. that that's when i was like i was a little kid like probably six it was in did, texas did they have robes so, uh you know what i think the choir members actually did i'm a little scared it was a, yeah i probably didn't There's know Capellian? What I, was, I didn't know what i was i don't know i think I you know. were in a human trafficking scheme <laughs> <laughs> but we moved out of texas that sounds about right for texas that's where i went to that church but i grew up in a uh college church um spent a lot of time more time in church than the pastor's kid and i that's not an exaggeration anytime that my the doors opened my mom had us in church we were building stuff for the church and no other like grown men were out there we were we were teenagers building stuff for the church i'm like what the hell is this free labor <laughs> it, it mine was the same experience mike you know just to be real quick with it um my i have uncle uh who's a pastor um, a lot of and family married in through them that are all pastors. Matter of fact, the church we went to um, in town, I think when I was, a you know, a young child, she babysat me. And even with them, we went to church, you know, a certain time. So, um, yeah, same as you, Mike, almost, you know, every Sunday, every Wednesday, Friday, it seemed like we were always there. Um, and I, I, I don't know, Mike, I'm going to kind of. When I ask you guys the same question, I kind of want to go with something else. What was your experience, you know, in the church? You know, did you, you know what I mean? Because Mike's first experience sounded culty. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> but I, I I would say for the most part when I was younger, like I, I, I don't know, I enjoyed church. I didn't enjoy yeah. sitting there all the time. But I, as I got older, old enough to understand the message most Sundays, um, I didn't leave feeling good. You know, a lot of the time. So I ask you guys that as well, too, with your experience and how you guys came up in church. Keep it short, nerds. Uh, I was about to say, I could give out a whole full-blown testimony and sound like a the entire uh, hour right there. But, um, no, I grew up in the church. That's why we um, left. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, my, my foster father was a, uh, uh elder in the church that I grew up in. Um, we did end up leaving that church for a different church because there was some disagreements within the church. Um, hmm. It was a non-denominational church. And then uh, we ended up going to a church of Christ, which is uh, very similar to non-denominational hmm. church. Um, I was a member of FCA growing up in high school. I was actually an FCA officer. Um, went to a uh, Methodist college. So church has always been a part of my life. There was a part of my life where it wasn't. And I kind of fell out of the church and everything else but rec more recently i've gone back into going to church again and then i grew up a uh, pretty hardcore german lutheran uh even until i moved down to marion i went to zion lutheran school so it was it was i mean it was you know six seven days a week sometimes if you were doing a choir practice for a christmas program and when i was younger i was kind of like you woody for the most part i enjoyed it because uh there wasn't as much 
expected of you. Usually got snacks, did some art, hung out with some other kids your age. Yeah, be bright. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And then uh, as I got older, um, you know, I did the uh, two years of catechism. So still, you know, three days a week in the church. Um, But as I got older and I could kind of, I understood that the church was kind of being run less about the church services and more about the people that were in it. It Mm -hmm. got very, very political. Mm -hmm. Um, And it had got to the point where the, you know, the, the people that did the most in the most in the congregation with the church overrode the pastor. And there were some weird disagreances and one of the pastors ended up leaving and it just, um, the the holy the people that were seeming holier than thou were just some of the worst people i ever met and now i haven't been to church since i probably left for college when i was 18 but um i'd say currently i'm somewhere near the agnostic area i believe in some sort of karmic god a lot of this is not it's a little too much to be a coincidence for me Mm -hmm. i've had some personal experiences myself that you know might just be interpretations but i I think somebody's out there is listening and there's some other purpose besides this just being a random chemical occurrence and you know these run-ins with each other and the people you meet and love Mm -hmm. mean mean nothing in the end and dust is to dust you know so there's my little run through it's 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 i have a question real quick um is our that question before you get to that question, let me say this on Jaron and Frankie's comments. Because Frankie was talking about we had to be bribed. Frankie, I in basic training, the only reason I went to church. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> the only reason I went to church is to get away from the drill sergeant. The drill sergeant would not yell at me in basic training. He would not <laughs> show up at reason, all. That's the only reason why I went to the Catholic church because it was the longest <laughs> service. <laughs> You should, go, you should go to a black church. <clears throat> yes. You Because, and it's funny, and I'm not going to go down this road. Oh, we're going to go down there for sure. <laughs> we'll be there. We'll get back to that point at some point. During when this we originally episode. hatched this episode, we were just going to make fun of all the funny stereotypes of the black church. And when the funniest one is that it's long. We shit on a Catholic church service, bro. The Absolutely. first service. Go Absolutely. eat and come back for the night one. I mean, it's, <laughs> we don't, yeah, no. Nah. Uh, but I was going to ask you guys a question, and that is, are we all? Are you guys all baptized? Oh yeah, yes. I've been baptized. Yes, I was baptized. <laughs> I was baptized at like a month old. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, isn't German Lutheran not very far removed from Catholicism? Uh, so it's it's Catholic light. No purgatory. Yeah. Okay. Less okay. Mary. Everything else. Organs. Okay. Singing oh. hymns that are like seventeen verses for. And you're singing in like medieval literature. I mean, it just, it's yeah. yeah. The Lutheran Church was one of the first ones to break away from uh, the Catholic Church. Yep, Martin Luther. With Martin Luther. Yep. Okay. okay. Yeah, he was the, he was okay. one of the first ones. So they still follow cl- cl- closely with uh, the Catholicism, but gotcha. just slightly variants. Yeah. No. No Pope. Less Mary. No Purgatory. Those are the main three differences. Yeah. So you never caught the Holy Ghost, Jaron. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, Mike's going right back there. Stop! Stop! <laughs> <Driving him. laughs> um, it's kind of hard to catch the Holy Ghost when you're singing some medieval. No, <laughs> that's why we had Kirk Franklin come I love in Kirk and Blake. make everybody stomp. Right? Stomp. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to have a serious discussion. I thought listening to everybody talk. Um, we all had a, there was a common denominator. It seemed like we all left the church. There was a disagreement. Something happened, 
we it's almost and i bet you it was around the same age as far as where we at least left the church spiritually young teens early teenage whenever it seemed like you know like i think frankie maybe jaron said it it got politicized a little bit Mm -hmm. you know things i don't even think so much it got politicized i think we got old enough in the outside world because that's what church and that's what church was and then the other world i mean that's really how it was in our church too they called it worldly the way you did certain things you know like you live for you live for sunday is what it was and so there were two different universes and they very rarely intersected but it seemed like as you understood what was going on out there you just saw the similarities and is, you know it, go ahead i don't know about you guys experience but mine was a little bit different i actually loved going to church as a kid uh, because it was an escape from my home my mom wasn't always a christian so uh we had uh nicely putting it uh barriers between our relationship and me and my brother so that was our escape away from home and uh we thoroughly enjoyed it and it wasn't until we were teenagers that my mom became saved and she went completely like from not saved to i have to do everything i have to i have to fix everything i've done in my past so she was like had us in church all the time and that really made me hate church because i was i was up at 7 30 in the morning reading the bible every day i was at the church every day um any event that they had we were there early setting up we stayed late taking everything down so it really made me not like the church um i didn't really get into the politics of things until i was well gone into the military but that's what really made me just dislike church just being there 24 7 it seemed like as a teenager when these are supposed to be my my uh golden years <laughs> yeah i mean kind of similarly uh when, like when i had to go through catechism i was that was probably explain what that is for people who don't understand it oh catechism is like a uh rite of passage sure where to, where to be able to take or take part in communion um you have to you know go through the training to understand that that is the true body of christ which is given for you and same thing with the wine being his blood um, so it's the easiest way to put it is just it's, it's a rite of passage to be able to take communion. Um, but like I said, that was three days a week. And then on Sundays, the, commu- uh, the catechism class usually had to recite, you know, whatever they were tasked with uh, remembering for that week, whether it be the Nicene Creed or um, certain chapters. It just uh, it made going to church feel a lot like going to school and i already really really disliked going to school (laughs) how old did you say you were when you went through this i want to say i was 14 to 16 somewhere around somewhere around there so like i was also the height of you know wanting to be with my friends wanting to i had soccer after school every day and i had to go straight from soccer like all sweaty and just change clothes and go straight to catechism so from 6 30 in the morning i'm getting on the school bus and at night i'm getting home at like 9 9 30 at night I'm just, it just and then like i said as i even got older after all that it just kind of the 
nicest people weren't necessarily the Christians. And the more I kind of experienced other people and saw what they're started going to church with other friends just to not have to go to mine on Sundays. Cause some churches were more fun. Some churches had a band. We didn't have to, you know, <laughs> sing. we didn't have to sing in Hamlet lyrics. Like it was right. just, it was just more refreshing and it seemed like people enjoyed their time there more. So I, I didn't, I my didn't, finger to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that is that a rhythm? Yeah. So what am I doing with my head right now? You guys hear that? Yeah. Is that a sin about Jesus? <laughs> um. So, so church, actually, guess, church kind of just became a chore to me. I guess to summarize, there you yeah, go. yeah. To me, I've actually had the quite opposite. Um, I actually enjoyed going to church. Uh, I actually met my wife at church. Um, we didn't get married at that time. Um, but I, I thoroughly did enjoy church and there was a couple of times in um, one of the churches I went to I actually was able to do the sermon itself when I was in high school um, in fact actually there was a time frame in high school I w actually wanted to become a preacher um, found out that was not my the path laid before me but um, still I I didn't really start falling out of church until around college that's when my falling out of uh, actually be, uh, Christianity actually started becoming. Uh, it wasn't because I was bored at church or anything else like that. Uh, there was multiple reasons. Like uh, I wanted to be a scientist and I started learning more science. And if you don't know, more science you learn, the less Christianity seems to be real and all that. But um, eventually I learned, I got, I got back into the church and learned what real faith is all about and stuff like that. I, I, I don't want to, I'm not like trying to fight your, what you just said with the science comment, because, you know, you said the more you learn about science, you know, the less real Christianity with becomes it's and and that's almost where I kind of want to start to pick apart. It's, is what is Christianity and for that matter, organized religion is supposed to be. Yeah. That's so when because, I was in college, you know, I was, I was a science major. You know, and I was specifically biology. You know, one of the things about biology they teach you is about evolution. Right. Christianity, there's no room for evolution. You know. I, I, I hear what you're saying. And first of all, I'll argue this with the story that would argue that is Old Testament. But as far as where Christianity is New Testament, but I won't necessarily get into that. But just so much as like, I don't, it's, this is where I feel like all the disconnect comes from. We're all, even though Mike and I, we even went to church together, the same church for a little bit. We all have different experiences mm -hmm. of this idea that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Yeah. That's really what it is at the end of the day or what it's supposed to be. Yeah. But you, Jaron, obviously had certain things and certain ways you had to move in your religion. Frankie, you grew up with yours. I grew up saved as well, as they call it. So there were, I had to be a certain way. I like, yeah. and so, but it's, is that really what it's supposed to be about though? So that's where I kind of get into the discussion with people is I, if, if, if God is that almighty, all knowing created the heavens and the earth, he can't create his greatest creation to evolve with the world around it? Like, why does it have to be exclusive? And that's where you look at all the different versions of the Bible yes. and how many times has the doctrine been tainted and 
is it just for control purposes? You know, is this to fit an agenda? Is this to keep you coming back to the collection plate? Exactly. And that's where I don't necessarily disbelieve in God as much as I don't believe in the genuineness of organized religion anymore. Human beings suck. And even, I mean, look at the scandals that ravaged the Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can have good... I don't know how to put it. You can have good things infiltrated by bad people. And over time, which it's been a long time, where are we compared to the original doctrine? And why should I believe what this guy's saying now when that guy's saying something completely different? It's just. I mean, originally. Go ahead. What could attest to this, I think. I grew up, when I, when I was going to my church, I knew the Bible. Like, I knew the Old and New Testament. I could, you, I could quote you scriptures that aren't the well-known scriptures. You know, I knew, like, the back of my hand when we had, like, competitions at the church. For, and they would ask these kids. Like, they had rules set for me and my brothers to try and give all the other kids a chance to win. But they never won. They're like, you got to sit out once you answer a question correct. It didn't matter. There was four of us. And we all knew the Bible so, so well. So it didn't really matter. And... Once I got older and started digesting all that knowledge that I have of the Bible, it just didn't make I, I find it hard to believe in something that is open to interpretation. Like so many so you can read it so many times and get, a, and get a different interpretation of what it's supposed to mean every single time. Well, I, there's a there's a lot of people whenever they try to use Bible verse for their gains, I will say. They tend to take the vital verse out of context. You know, everybody, like, the big one that everybody remembers is, like, John 3.16. But also, three seven, John 3.17 is just as important, if you think about it. Um, and so, to me, and I, I was talking about what Jaron was talking about. My thing about it, and this way, reason why I came back into the, I say church, but it's really my religion, is there's a difference between the church and religion. To me, Christianity is about the religion between me and Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Church has nothing to do That's with that. That's what it's that. supposed to be about. You know, it doesn't matter which which doctrine you follow, which uh, denomination or you follow or anything else. It's just about you and Jesus Christ, and you are living your life through his example. You know, mm-hmm. um, whereas in nowadays, like a lot of the churches, and I'm not going to name any denominations. Yeah. They actually tend to politicize their church, their movement, and all that, and weaponize Christianity to the point where they give Christians a bad name. Like, if you think about it, who are the people that are going out and protesting at abortion clinics? They're the, there's the Christians, you know? Why? Because they're using their faith as a weapon, basically. The same one that's against, like, LGBTQ communities, you know? I mean, you can go back to Crusades for... Oh, um, and, and, I'm, and, and I'm not picking on Christianity so much oh, here as far as just, again, organized anything in greed and in, in want for power and I, in a need to control. And because it's, we're get, cause as you're, you're sitting here talking about Christianity from the white perspective, because that's what the white Christianity does. They go and protest that, you know, they suppress someone else's civil rights or, or civil liberties. Whereas mm-hmm. with, with the black church or the black idea, or I should say kind of what I've seen from it, it's, it's a, uh, 
Black people only have one rule in church. What? Don't be gay. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm gay. saying... Like you, you can come in from Saturday night, Friday night, going clubbing, and, you know, still have the, the smell of alcohol on you. And That's it's okay. But as long... Hey, we don't talk about gay in our house. You better That's not true be gay. Too. I'll beat the gay out of you. And, and like, truthfully, <laughs> that's... See, whenever... Whenever I moved to San Antonio and started trying to find a church, you know, you got some churches that are like, if you show up in blue jeans and a t-shirt, they look at you like that was our church upon. too. Yeah, that was our church as well. Yeah. Which to me, okay, cool, great, wear your Sunday best. But some people can't afford that. Some people like the church isn't designed for the people to make look you good for that one day. No, church is designed for the sinners that are on the street, the prostitutes. Like if you think about it, Damn. who did Jesus? Who did Jesus hang around most of the time? Yeah, the he beggars, hang around with the, the lepers, pro- the, yeah, the, the prostitutes, the poor. The, the poor, the sinners. You know, those were the his people. He was in the know? slums. Exactly. So, that's what Fra- church is for, in my opinion. Frankie, Frankie, I have a question. And I don't want you okay. to feel like I'm attacking you, but I know you are a Trump supporter, and I believe you are a border support, correct? A what? A, a against, border, border, uh, against pro- open borders. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm anti-abortion. No, oh, borders. 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 What do you mean by borders? Mexico. Like, oh, yeah, I'm, all right, I'm anti-illegal immigration. And I don't, okay, that doesn't sound like something that Jesus would say. And that's the problem that I've had with people, because like you just said, Jesus was hanging around the rapists, the criminals, the thieves, you know, all these people who, so aren't all right technically good people and even when he fed the 500 or the 5000 with the loaf of bread and yeah. the fish mm-hmm. it, he didn't turn them away he didn't do like a background story or like you know what let's see uh you're not good enough you're not getting any of this crap so i just feel like especially what america stands for and how america came to be it was open and we are, i'm not even going to the history of <laughs> everybody knows I, the history i think we know the history i mean if anybody wants to hand on it, we can. But I, I just don't get the concept of, yeah, let's turn these people away who need help. Well, it's sort of like what Jesus said in the Bible, give Plato what's Plato's and, which, uh, and give God what's God's, you know. Basically, kind of keep the separation of the church and the state at the same time. Um, to me, illegal immigration isn't just about keeping people out that needs the help. It's more about for security. I want to go keeping, next keeping the people the way there's a way to get into this country legally there's a ways you could get visas to be able to come visit our country and get properly vetted so we are not letting in terrorists and have 9-11 happen again i know we talked about that recently but um christianity is about helping people you know and to me that starts in the in our community you know, and we can't help our community while we're trying to help the rest of the entire world at the same time. There's so many people that are poor here in the United States. Why are we going to let more people in that can't afford, them, uh, afford their own uh, way to live, too? We need to help with what's here at home instead of trying to look at the global scale at first. You know what? That sounds really good. It sounds really good, but that's not what's <laughs> happening. Even You can't have somebody on welfare. Without somebody blowing their shit, blowing their gasket on somebody on welfare, somebody collecting a check, somebody living off the government, uh, and you and you said but keep the if, state, get, keep state and church away. But being pro pro choice or pro uh, life, 
is inserting so I've had your these, religion. No, 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 no. I've had these discussion debates about pro-life. I've never brought in once uh, religion. My reasoning is if life on Mars, if bacteria is life on Mars, then how come a somebody's DNA, uh, somebody else's DNA inside of a woman's body is not considered life at all? That's why science, not we, religion. Why do we care about what somebody else is doing with their body? That's what I don't fucking know, care. Like, why do we care? Why do we care so much? Because when that baby comes out, what are we going to do other than, oh, that baby's born? You need to take care of that. Oh, well, you, don't, you don't okay. have the finances to take care of this baby? Well, when, when do you consider the baby, when do you consider the, when do you consider a newborn a person? An, when an consciousness is developed? An an That's an usually around five years old. I well, take, let's let, go ahead, Woody. I mean, because we're getting ready to go, we're getting ready to go left at Albuquerque, but um, <laughs> and I just want to pull back just a little bit with to what Frankie's comment about separating church and state. Uh, one is, and I'm in because you are on this show as a representation of the right yeah. in ways, so I'm not picking on you, but I'm picking on you. Like, you got to separate it all the time. I think that's what a lot of people's frustration, not even on the left, but just like someone like Jaron, who's agnostic, you know, like, so, you know, even someone like no, me. No, I, and, 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 you know, you know, you know what I'm saying with I, it? Like, I, know I know exactly where you're going. There's like a lot you, of people that you, try to weaponize their Christianity and use it for political gains. I totally agree with that. And to me, some of that is a lot of what I call toxic Christians. Um, they represent Christianity, which is not true Christianity in my view. Um, that's the reason why I know we're on this show. I represent the, uh, the Republican, and Republican side, the right side. I have never once tried to use religion for any of my political debates because to me, yes, we have a separation of church and science or church and uh, state. So I... I Leave my you're saying we do, it. or you're saying we're supposed to. You're saying that should. Be I, the way I at least it is. I do. I I do. I try to leave religion out of my political debates. And see, I respect that, Frankie, because it is such a distraction from actual any of the common sense. Like, oh, it is. I'm not. I don't believe we should be monetizing off people wanting to get to this country because I think poor people can come here and show their merits. If you want to take the test and show you want to be like a, an American, there is a right way to get in here and there's a wrong way. Mm -hmm. The reason for borders, there's not a country on the earth that doesn't have a border. And especially right now, what if somebody's got coronavirus? Yes, there's some people that need help, but there's some people that are just exploiting children to smuggle them across. I mean, yep. there's still shitty people out there to say that it should be open borders in this day and age is just kind of not uh, it, it's a disingenuous conversation there's no real way to do that that would not just plunge us into cal uh, calamity the bernie sanders well, caught a bunch of flack because he said he was pro-border as late as like 2017 when it was not ugly to say that prior to trump yeah because he said exactly what frankie said there are so many poor people in this country we would never be able to take care of who's already here if we let everybody pour in so there's logical reasons to go through these things that would not offend so many people it just but a lot of people don't want to go through that conversation because they can hide behind the religion part let's, of it let's let's <laughs> let's stay on that what you just said and not helping our people the Look the, at the budget. No, not even that, dude. Let's what look at. Budget? Let's look There's at no budget. Let's look, look at mission much, trips. No, 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 no. Let's look at ahead, mission ahead, trips to okay, other so countries. Look at the churches. Look at the churches. Exactly. I want to stay so, on that. I want to go so, back to that. 
a lot of these churches, a lot of these churches actually became more global, and with that, which means their communities have actually gone bigger, you know, and more global around the communities. Like, look at the Catholic Church. The Catholic mm-hmm. Church is basically almost in. I want to say just, that's like its own government, bro. Ninety percent of the countries right. out there, and the reason why I say ninety is because five percent of the countries actually it's illegal to be religious. You know, like China, it's illegal to have any religion in China. Well, Islam um, is, a, is a is the largest Islam, religion. Well, and, and Islam is one of the uh, one of those also that has a very big outreach for the community. It's actually one of the five mm-hmm. pillars of Islam is actually helping your community. You know. Um, I, I know this because I did study religion in college. Better nobody knew that the Trump supporter <laughs> knew that shit either, huh? <laughs> but, um, like, and that's one of the key aspects of most religions is actually helping your community. It doesn't matter if you are um, Christian, Muslim, Hindu, Zoroastrianism, uh, Shinto. It, it doesn't matter. Most of them are always f- focused on helping the community, too. Um, now, now the thing about like the church I go to, whenever I was looking for my church family, I was wondering what are they doing for the community that's here in San Antonio, you know? And we have a huge outreach. Actually, um, we partner with a uh, nonprofit that helps uh, battered women, kids that are on the streets, like homeless kids, and all that stuff. And that, that's where a large portion of our budget, church budget, go to. And of course, yes, we also go. Oh, and also, of course, we also have our mission trips and the mission trips are actually trying isn't more about helping the, those communities, but building the churches to spread the word of God or spread the word of Jesus. You know, so that's what some of those other countries or our outreach to other countries is about. It isn't more about like helping those com- communities. It's more of spreading the uh, message of Jesus and trying to do uh, bring more followers into the church. Let but do we need the why. church to do that if we have the federal government spending relief dollars for like Sri Lanka to get speedboats? Well, I mean, they're making so, the world a better well, here, place. So I'll answer that because no, the no, reason sorry, why we not are when, not when, hold on, not when there are communities ten miles away, fifteen miles away, who aren't, who are they like these third world countries. Joe Osteen. Oh, no. when, Joe Osteen when that flood happened in Houston. God, he I told people no. That's not nah, that. Joe Osteen is not. It's, 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 but, it's, but it's a representation no, he not, is. Not, he, he, of he shows, Christianity. He shows himself as a Christian. And, but and Mike, as a Christian, he's not a pastor. He Mike, is more I, of a uh, self-help artist than anything else. That's a good way that's to put who, him. I want to knock on the black churches, super churches. They're the same way. They'll go post up right in the hood. Big, beautiful churches. I remember going to East St. Louis for a basketball shootout. If you've been to East St. Louis, it's not, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's depressed. I'm saying depressed from the economy, from the community and things like that. Yeah. But the, the beautiful church, smack dab mm-hmm. in the community. You know, nice high school, I will say that. But so it's the same on either side with, again, this organized religion. Well, you know? and, and it comes down to, so a lot of these churches, they try to get so big. And the reason why is because the bigger they are, the more donations they get. More donations, the more money they get. So the more money they get, the more they could spend on their pasture, the richer they could get and all that stuff. I've always stayed away from big church. First off, trying to get out of church after traffic is just freaking horrendous. Um, number two, whenever you step through the doors to meet a good church, a great church is one of those where as soon as you walk in, you could feel the community. You feel like everybody knows everybody. Uh, the church I grew up in, 
was a small little community church. If I wasn't there on Sunday, somebody was calling me saying, hey, where were you? We kind of missed you this Sunday. We want to make sure everything's okay. To me, that's what church is all about. Is at, at the very loving least, I one. Want, it's a family. I want, yeah, I want the pastor to know me when I walk in. Like, I, I don't want yeah. to be just another face in the crowd. I'll go to a concert I, for that. And it's, I've never liked going to the big church, and I've gone to a couple of them. And yeah, the pastor, they don't. he doesn't know who's all in his congregation. A pastor, to me, is supposed to be the shepherd. A shepherd knows every single one of his sheep. If you got in too big... Okay, cool. To me, and I told I told other people this before when it came to churches. Once a church gets too big, you should do what it was an example in the Bible. They broke off and formed other little churches so they could serve more of the community, and that's how the church should be uh, catered around. Yeah, because at some that, point you become a performance artist, not a pastor. Correct. Let me go back to what you were talking about going uh, going out of state, out of country, doing your missions people doing their missions. One of the main reasons I, I left church, I despise Christianity, is that it was used as a weapon against my people. I do not believe that my people, black Some people about slavery, in, in Africa, were Christians. Christian, Christi, there, there, was, there was Islam and Judaism far before there was Christianity. And I believe that this book was used many, many verses in the New Testament, serve your master type shit like that, kept my people in chains for 300 years. And that's one of the main reasons I can't get behind it anymore because of the, the effect that that has had on my people and they still have on my people today. So are you saying that you th that you're blaming Christianity for starting the slave trade as a whole or for just supporting <laughs> no, I, didn't hear that. I am call, I am saying that it was used to keep us in bondage. So you're well, saying it was also if it, it was if it's, if it's such a good religion then why would it support it? That's more of what you're it's, Yeah, well, so I think long. so. Well, 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 there's well, there's two ways you can go with this real quick. I will say one that I'm just kind of doing a quick speed read. It was big in the abolition movement to abolish slavery as well yeah was but yeah. um it's it's two it's two ways with it one it's again attacking you have the white christianity mm -hmm. but from a black you know you get a lot of times on the black side it's why it's almost an uncle tom kind of thing it's almost your it's almost your master's religion almost your master's um i won't even not cult or culture or something like that but what they do ceremony I guess almost what it is. So we spin it. We make it ours a little bit. You know, whatever it is that you do. But it's still, when you, if you look at African Americans and the history in this country and how we have to pull ourselves up from our bootstraps a lot in order to, to be successful. And in a lot of the poverty and the things that they've gone through, they always sit here and rely on religion and pray to God and pray to Jesus and go to these churches and give money every Sunday and it's our oppressor's religion. That's where he's going with that. It hasn't done anything to help us. It wasn't, it was given to us by our slave masters upon you, basically, you know, it, yeah. And things yes. such as that. So what, like you think of the idea of a whipping post, I remember reading somewhere that it came from slaves, not converting to Christianity. So before, it's, 
before slavery in Africa, there's about 100 different types of actually African religions. They have ranging from like Bantu uh, mythology to uh, Zen. I can't pronounce them all, and I'm not going to try to because I know I, I eat them up. And a lot of them were actually poly, uh, polytheistic. Um, some of them are actually very fascinating to learn about. Um, I've studied a couple of them myself. Uh, but I, I, one of the things that a lot of religions that get, that they try to weaponize is the fact that of one of the things like in Jesus, he said, Hey, spread the word, be fruitful and multiply, basically telling his followers, Hey, go out to the world and spread the, spread my name and get more followers, you know? And it's gotten weaponized where, okay, Hey, uh, it gets forced upon people, you know, um, which is main reason why actually China kind of actually bans it because they don't want these religious sects just growing up into their country uh, and causing trouble for their government. Um, but to me, I, I understand why that could be a big frustration and it's not, it didn't just happen to the uh, African uh, slaves that happened. It also happened to other things. For example, the, uh, the Aborigines down in uh, Australia, they were forced into uh, Christianity. Actually, they got forced into the England church. Um, also, the North American Indians or Native Americans. You know? Incas, Aztecs, anybody that was conquered. Exactly. They were basically conquered and forced into being uh, Christianity. Um, that, that's one of the aspects of Christianity. <laughs> I know that's one of the aspects of Christianity. That gets, I mean, and the sad thing is, you, there's a lot of bad things that's happened in the name of Christianity. I know y'all brought up the uh, Crusades. Look at the Salem witch trials. Yep. There were several women that died because Christianity said, don't practice black magic. Yep. The Spanish you know? Inquisition. Yep. Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> it, there's, and, and we know it, most of the Christian... The gunpowder plot stemmed from... Yeah, uh, Christian or yeah, religion. But and and to me, it's like I said earlier. To me, I've never really liked it when people try to weaponize their faith for something like that. You know, because well, that's and, not what and, Christianity is about. Here's the thing, though. Like, it's cool that that's how you feel, Frankie. But that's the way, and you just helped your case. I know. That's oh, it's always been. It's always been that way. And religion you know, as a whole, and that, and that's the reason why, like I said, some governments out there, and it's mostly uh, Asian countries countries that have banned religion because there's been people to politicize their own religion for their own uh political gain you know i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna say this and bounce this to jaren because i feel like he has something yeah to say. i know but there we're talking about weaponizing it here in the country when the quad uh what was her name omar um there was some Il other omar Who yeah a few of them, they're not Christian. Oh, and Rashida Talib. Okay. You're talking about the squad, you said? I, I, yeah. Said I thought squad. you said the quad. He did say no, the squad. Oh, okay, got bad. you, got you, got you, got you. But uh, I believe. Oh my, who the fuck? Them, <laughs> I, believe, <laughs> I believe some of them swore in on their religious books. Right. And there was uprise over this. Like, you need to swear in on a Bible. This is America. Like, that is. Nah. The, I, I, I absolutely hate, no. hate hearing that. We say oh, in, yeah. God, in God we trust, not in my God, we, not in our Christian whatever your God is. It's the melting pot. In God we trust. Whoever makes you sleep soundly at night, that's who we entrust. I mean, and truthfully, the three largest religions out there all follow the same God. Facts. I mean, but... And to, to me, be... Oh, no, keep going. No, no, no. Go ahead, Jaren. 
I was just going to say, and to be fair, I know we're punching Christianity in the balls, but, I mean... That's, that's how we grew that, up, though. That's, that's how we... Yeah, but that's why I've got a problem with organized religion as a whole, because look at... Um, I don't know, what's the political... Radical Islam. There are still imams all over the Middle East taking advantage of illiterate people for power money. They're making them guard opium fields to fund al-Nusra Front shooting rockets into Syria. I mean... It's just, it's, I don't think religion itself is bad. I don't think it has bad roots. And I've, even where I'm at now, I've thought about whether I want to bring my kid into the church because it honestly gave me good morals. I like to think that I'm kind of a softer kind of person because I actually have empathy for other people. Well, but at the same time, you, you just, you look at how it's used and same thing with slavery. Did it cause slavery? No, there was slavery before Christianity was even invented. But the fact that the South didn't have, well, not just the South, Europe too, for that matter, but people didn't have to actually argue pro-slavery on its merits. They could hide behind their religion. They could, and that, and end the conversation. You know, it's a free country. This is my religion. This is our and God, I think, and this is what we're doing. And I think that's where I'm going to go with, so circle it in today. It's almost like it's a cop-out. Mm-hmm. It is to 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 hide behind whatever bigotry, whatever hatred, whatever fear, whatever misunderstanding you may have. You know, I mean, that's that's really what it, or just or just ignorance, almost. You know, I mean, so you're just gonna just just look at the old. I hate when people try to separate the Old Testament and the New Testament. Like you, you can't separate the book. The book is one book. Uh, both both things happen in both sides of the stories. And I will agree with Jaron because my dad is Muslim and I've been to the extreme of Muslim. And I, I am so against organized religion. Like I like if people ask me what my I don't have a religion. I just have a relationship with God and that's, that's all it. that I got. That's, that's all, all that, that matters. I I, don't put any other title on me because I, I'm not going to try and fit into your your square, your practice. Real, real quick, Mike, before we jump back to Jaron, that's all I have a- in my adult life, realize what the Bible is. It's just almost like the ultimate life guide book to follow. And you, you know, you get from it what you need from it. And I still open up and I still got daily Bible quotes that come to me every day. And some are like, oh, okay, I needed that. Just like a damn fortune cookie. I open <laughs> when I get Chinese. You know what I mean? It's what you take and gather from it. Like you just said, Mike, it's, it's your relationship with God. It's, it shouldn't, be, I think religion is the wrong word. It should be spirituality. That's what it's yes. about. That's yeah, really what it is. Right. I'm spiritual, not religious. And, like, and you know, I shouldn't have to come to this building to. That's to what be a makes part it religious. Well, because yeah. we use when I have to come, like I have to, like I should want to come to this building. It shouldn't be like, oh, you have to come to this building. You belong to us. Uh, give us your money. Pay your tithes and all. This well, stuff. even like, even saying that though, that's a misconception that that's actually the church. And truthfully, even in Jesus said in the Bible, two or three gather in my name, I will be there. Basically, that's the church where two or three I, gather. I agree. I that's agree the church, that. and that's what that's one of my core beliefs is. You know, if me and my family want to sit down and have a Bible study. My house just became the church because Absolutely. that's where God's going to be. Um, and I had something that was going to go along with that, but I totally lost it. But to even your point earlier, you know, if you missed, you had somebody calling, hey, we missed you. And, you know, that, that, that probably feels nice when it's like a genuine thing. Like, oh, yes. okay, that somebody, somebody actually I, – I had a rough week. I don't think anybody cares about me. And like, oh, they noticed I wasn't there on Sunday. But then you've got the, the guilt trip version too. 
And that's what I kind of saw with how some of the women in the church treated my mom because we didn't make it every week. Me and my that's brother played travel soccer, yep. and we were, you know, going yeah. for scholarships, and, you know, you miss sometimes. We were pretty good. We made it, you know, probably at least two weekends out of the month even during soccer season, but, they're, you know, they that's would call, good. and they would – it was way more of a guilt trip than it was because we could. I remember one time specifically, we were there the week before, missed the next week, and then showed up the following week. And the lady came up and she was like, Oh my God, Kelly, we missed you. Did you change your hair? And she was like, I was here two weeks. I didn't change my hair. And it was just like, yeah, it yeah. was just them taking digs to let them know that, or to let my mom know that they noticed she wasn't around. It yeah, was. It went, it went. And when when, that's the, where it gets back to the control thing, and uh, it just it just to irks me, me. When it come, when it when I said I uh, I wanted a church that would call me, it's more of the concern of, you know, hey, you didn't make it on church. We just want to make sure nobody's sick or some, everybody's okay. You didn't have a death or something like actual genuine concern yeah. of why I didn't make it. Not the hey, we're keeping attendance and we noticed you were gone last week. So uh, that's going to mark a check on you. And just yeah. like the two versions, Round like sinning. you said, uh, like regular Islam compared to radical Islam, like that's that's the hard tightrope that I know church population is absolutely dwindling with our generation. But oh, yeah. that's the – good luck moving somewhere for a job and trying to figure out which church is genuine and which one is not. I don't want to play Russian roulette with churches. That's exhausting. I have enough things to do. It's easier to just try to keep to my own, try to be kind to people, and keep my relationship with, you know, God, spirituality, karma, whatever you believe, just between myself and, you know, if I'm struggling, maybe reach out to the people closest to me. But I just never got that genuine solace from church. And like I, I, I hear you talk, but I can see it on your face that it was just a different experience. People actually cared, and it's just I, I hope people out there really realize that there is two extremes, and not everybody of anything sucks, even though they may oh, seem like yeah. it sometimes. I, I truly believe that the people at my church actually cared. I do believe that. Absolutely, like, we, were, we, were, we were definitely, Absolutely. We were definitely close knit. Like I mean, uh, go yeah, eat I was after there church. all the time. Go, yeah, go to the pastor's house yeah. at the church damn near every Sunday. Uh, church camp. The whole crew went to church camp. Uh, so, I mean, we were definitely close, and, you know, they're still on my Facebook. I don't, I don't have any ill will towards them or anything like that. It's just what I've learned about Christianity. Just move and, different. Yeah. And, I mean, I put them. I put some of my pastors on pedestals um, because they were— A lot I mean, of people do. And, and it wasn't until I got older, until I was in my 20s, that I saw what was happening behind the, behind the screen. And how not even just the pastors, how the Congress people that I was like, oh, that that's brotherhood. That's bro they, they're a tight knit community. And there were some backstabbing going on. And I mm -hmm. never I mean, I love that church for the most part. We were a big family. My family wasn't around. So that was the family that I had. That was uh, it was a small church. Right, Woody. Every, we knew each other. So that was my family. And to learn about some of the stuff that happened, it was just life changing for me and 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 well it goes like if, so to me like i said earlier church is a family and you it sounds like you described a family all family has drama you know there's always going to be some drama everybody has that one uncle weird uncle that nobody wants to take out in public but um and and to me also nobody's perfect we're all going to make mistakes you know i make mistakes every single day and as i know as well as y'all probably can admit that too um 
but all we could do is is strive to be perfect you know mm-hmm. and learn from our mistakes and move on you know and that's I know this this episode is about Christianity because that, that's what I grew I grew up in Muslim and I also grew up in Christianity yeah so that's interesting I, that's a cool you know, that's yeah. a cool experience I had both of them and I like I know more about Christianity than I do Muslim because I'm just like that that's not for me I mean I I went as a kid because you made me I lived in your household so I had to go but that's not for me uh, and I spent most of my time with my mom so of course I went to Christ, uh, to church but um I don't know where I was going with that I uh the whole show of it all we knew I don't know, we knew who was going to catch the Holy Ghost. We knew who was going to be rolling on the floor. Like some mm-hmm. of those kids in the background would yeah. be like, that person's about to start screaming. That person's about to start running around You're the taking church. bets and, in the back. And, yeah, and it would be the same person every time. And I'm just like, I don't like fakeness. If you really catch the Holy Ghost, okay. But when it's like every week and I know, like, I'm a kid, and I know that you are doing this on the weekend. You are doing that. You are just doing everything in the book. And then you come over here, and you're just all screaming. Like, it's just so irking. Dude, like, it's it's so, it's such a straight line that, like, it's almost crazy whenever you're really in, saved, and living a certain way. And uh, from our experience, like, it's, you have to be in a straight line. You know, it's and, and you know what was something that was crazy to me, and this was actually it's crazy. One of the first things that kind of had me like realize what it was with Christianity was in black church. You couldn't drink, you didn't smoke, you couldn't cuss, you couldn't listen to rap music. You, you know, you really, you really couldn't do those things. I, I, I had to sneak to read Harry Potter oh, because of church oh, I did as too. well. You know, I and, that, and it's it. funny because that's one of my connections was I was under the blankets with a light trying to read. <laughs> while that's what he was doing, too. But and then I got older. I got around friends like, you know, your some of your circle, Jeremy, went to school with and their parents who went to church on Sunday and did all that kind of thing. But they were having a beer cursing yeah. hanging out you know what i'm saying like oh so you did hang out with my parents you know well not not even necessarily yours but just some of the same our same circle of friends i'm not yeah, you know no, I got you. but um and it, but and i'm not saying that like they got sloppy drunk but it didn't matter if it was a drink or 10 drinks we weren't supposed to do it yep and i'm and seeing I, I, go ahead I was just going to say, so I'm seeing that, and then, and I actually think this is when I went to the Baptist church, the popular, I won't say which one, but the popular Baptist, Baptist church in town, we all know which one it is, down the street from the school, but um, I went there and saw those people, and then saw them hanging out, and it's like, okay, what, which one is it, what is it, you know, I grew up in church with all one kind of people, I'm here with a whole different kind of people. So and, and my that's that's what my church taught me. And they wore jeans too. That was like, the other thing. They like they, I I looked at those people, Brandy, that you Brandon that you're talking about, as like those aren't real Christians. That's what I was like. That when I was younger, I view those same people yeah. when I was younger. I I, I like I, I I find it. Me and 
might tend to view it the same way because uh, there's a, several churches like I went with my friends and there was people at the church that I saw from school and I knew exactly they were having sex. We were in high school. They're having sex. I'm like, no, that's not the Christian thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know I, I never saw that as a bad view of the church itself. I just actually, my judgment actually went onto them, not as Christianity as a whole. Um, and now, I'm, you know, and of course with that, you know. Um, See, we were taught it's almost it was one and the same. You know what I'm saying? And, and I see what you're meaning because yes, your community, your your congregation reflects the church. You know, I, I exactly know what you mean by that. Um, but to me, and that part of the reason, like I know exactly why you you you, you fell away from the church from that reason. You know, because I mean, it's playing your it's it's hypocritical. You're you're basically a Sunday Christian, basically, and that's it. Monday. You, you could do all the sinning you want during the weekday. On the weekend, you could be forgiven of all sins. Yep. And to me, Christianity doesn't work that way, truthfully. Um, if you repeat the same sin over and over again and get forgiven, are you truly forgiven if no. you just know you're going to get forgiven? You know? See, and I had a different, like a separate view for like the kids versus the adults. Mm-hmm. Like, I was a kid, I was pretty reckless, but I didn't think I was a bad person. Right, exactly. So, I, so when I saw, like, other people doing the things that I was doing, then showing up to church, I'm like, well, at least they're here. It was, as I got older, like Mike said, the adults that I kind of held in, like, the higher esteem and being like, oh, well, this is all horse shit, isn't it? You're going <laughs> to you're gonna act that pompous and treat other people, like look, like, look down on other people. And then you're living just like the rest of us. Just be normal, and it'd be fine. But it was that pompousness, and then being the exact same. That I was like, "This is just. I don't think <laughs> like, I'm going to be no, bringing I, my money to I, a place like this." That that's what I was going with. Money. Yeah. Oh my god. Before I go with money, remind me to come back to that. But I was a virgin until two weeks before my marriage. I thought you were say two wedding. weeks ago. Two weeks before my <laughs> we, my, my first. <laughs> But my first wedding, I got married at the age of Spit my beer out. 19, I think. And I was just like, oh, I, I have to, I, I, I can't be a, I can't have sex. Like my brothers, like they probably, I know they had sex way before me, but I was so terrified. Like I was going to go to hell if I ever had sex with a woman who wasn't my wife. And after that, I noticed, I saw that what happened in the church and some of the higher ups in the church and the way they fell out of their marriage or mm-hmm. were scandalous. And I'm just like, what the fuck? You mm-hmm. fucked up, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I was the same way, actually, when it came to sex. You know, in high school and everything else, I was like, no, no sex for me until I get married. Um, in college, when I fell out of the church and everything else, I'm like, religion is bullshit. God's not real. It's like, my morals are my morals, you know? And... I, from then on, it was free game. Um, and I'll, I'll bring it back to the morals thing. Is And one of the things I've learned is without religion, it doesn't matter what religion you want to talk about, how do you judge your morals? You know? You know it, it, we all get our morals off of religion. It doesn't matter if it's Christianity or uh, Confucianism or something like, of that nature. We All of us get our morals off of some sort of religion. Because if without religion... There's no such thing as morals. Well, Philosophy. So, so that is true, but like, I feel like any regular dickhead could be like, don't steal. Don't kill Yeah, him. but why? What, what, what's, what's, because what's think about with... what was uh, 
was it um i think i know i'm gonna butcher the name hammurabi's laws where an eye for an eye you know if you steal somebody yeah. you cut off it. i mean those are morals though too but that's often you know, religion i mean it's philosophy because okay, here's yeah, another thing you go with it. Because if you look at Buddhism, it's not a religion, or at least it wasn't uh, supposed to be. No. It was supposed to be a philosophy. Yeah, Buddhism, and, you, and I said Confucianism, which is also you, just a straight up philosophy too. You know, you know as well too, and Taoism, which isn't that far from Buddhism, but a lot but of Taoism is. <laughs> a lot of the core teachings aren't even aren't different from Christianity and Judaism and Islam, because that so and that's where you're going with the morals. Yeah, you know, I see where you're going with that, but I don't think it's religious because religious is a fanatic, I think, aspect of any one spiritual ideology you want to hang on to. That's where I think when you're tagging that religion, because if you think of it like, I'll so I'll, I'll like eat chips every day religiously. You know, that has nothing to do with my spirit, but that's me doing something every day fanatically. You know, I'm gonna go by this way every single time. So I think it's that once you tie that word on it, now we're getting to the fanatical aspect of it, the political aspect of it. You know, we got to get back into the spiritual, the philosophical, I'm sorry, aspect of it, I think. What are you going to say, Jaren? He's going to say I'm right. Well, yeah, no, I was going to say that's, 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 that's what I do like about religion is, the, is, is the, actually the philosophy part of it. I know you say, Mike earlier was like, you know, I don't like it because it's open for interpretation, but... That's one of the reasons I do like it because we're all very different and maybe what we need is something different than somebody else and we can read the same thing and help us in different ways. So I don't have necessarily a problem with it in, in that way. I think that's probably where it's more helpful. I think he's right. It's, it's the, uh, the dogma is that, that, that human beings have attached to it themselves um, that makes me just so leery to trust. And then it's ingrained in how we, like I said earlier, we have the church world and then the real world. It's ingrained in how they both move. And the trust thing's a big deal because it's about faith. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, that's where that line gets real blurry. Not to get off subject, but I remember my thought, and I want to say it before I don't. <laughs> Go ahead. We were talking about the church and helping people and whatnot. The church that I went, not even the church I went to, so many churches that I went to, it was like, give and he'll give it back to you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these people were struggling. And it was like, it still felt like you need to give God 10% of your check still if, yeah. if you want to receive a blessing. And that 10% could have went to actually, you know, their household. But they instead it's going, it's, going, it's going to the church because... That's what they say they need to do, and now you got to work extra shifts, and uh, it it's just it's just so annoying. And people people pray, people pray, and do nothing else. Like, hey God, I want this to happen, but do nothing to nah. make sure, to help make that happen. And that's like, I just did it. That's where I was prayer. going with the black community with that that aspect of it. You know, just the prayer, just the, like you said, giving tithes, and this pastor's getting rich. Oh, yeah. But in the, no, no, in no. the defense of church, not all of them, like he said, there's a lot of missions, there's a lot of outreaches, there's a lot of, there There are some places, like, churches that actually do what they need there's to do. There's a ton. 
Actually, There's no. A lot. Like, the the church I go to uh, at the end of the year will actually print out how much money they've actually got in a year and where each of every single penny goes to. Um, the preacher's uh, salary is actually voted upon as a congress, so you know exactly how much congregation. That's how it should yeah, be. Yeah, um, sorry, congregation. No, but, um, um, yeah. No, I, I will say, though, I, I've been to some churches, and they'll have, like, once a month, they'll have their, um, I don't even remember what they call it, but Tithe Sunday, where all they talk about is giving, 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 you know. I've never been, like, I never liked a church like that. And when I was going to be a preacher, I was never going to be that type of preacher, you know. To me, I, if somebody wants to give, I want them to give because they want to, not because they feel like they're buying a blessing, which way a lot of these places actually start selling gas. And, and it's never been that way. You know, God's not going to just do stuff for you because you ask. No, if you want something to happen, you have to work for it. You know, there's the, the way Christianity works isn't, oh, if I'm a good boy, good things happen to me. It's never been about that. Yeah, like we no, had a but board. But it's just if a- you're bad, bad things will happen to you. That's, that's what that, we're. See, we're, to me, uh, Christianity's know, not even about that. It would, I'm, it's not. I, I know what it. I I don't yeah, think I, it's I, about I, I, that either. But it's what all four of us, I think, in some way, shape, or form, kind of helped because we had we had some kind of real real world, you know, awakening that allowed us to leave the church at one point in time. Yeah. You know, and part of that stemmed from whenever we were all in Sunday school. Don't be bad. You bad, you go to hell. Yeah. You know, there wasn't about doing good things. It was just be like Jesus. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that was no, no. it. Be like Jesus, or you do bad things, you're gonna go to hell. Yeah, Dude, I was never I, asked ahead, on any. I was never asked on any Sunday like, "Hey, what was your one good deed for the week?" It was like as soon as I did something bad, like you grab another cookie, the devil's gonna get you. It's like, what the <laughs> hell? Seriously, the cookie? Well, Please? and also, Dude, I couldn't. I couldn't even be a teenage boy. I'm about to get real. Rated R and masturbate <laughs> and masturbate without being said I'm gonna go to hell. Like I'm exploring my body. You guys remember more oral? I don't know why oh, I got yeah. that show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Oh yeah, I think I do. But you know, you couldn't even do that. It's like you. I I, I joke about all the fun people are going to hell anyway because we're just doing. You can't touch yourself. You can't do anything without. Dude, so- Somebody well, saying you're going to hell. Did you just roast your bed sheets every night when you well, dreamed? How did you even? <laughs> well, well truthfully, truthfully, you've got Billy Graham to thank for that. So nineteen. <laughs> Wear so, rubber underwear to bed. So truthfully, you have Billy Graham to thank for that. And if you don't know who he was, he was one of those preachers that you saw every Sunday on TV. Televangelist, right? Straight, yeah, straight up tell you if you're not a Christian, you're going to hell. If you do this, you're going to hell, bro. That's, that's how he. That's how he drove his church, and a lot of churches. It's deeper than that, bro. You got to go back to the uh, what's it Old called? Old Testament. The, no, well, the um, the movement in America. Which one? The I'm trying to think. I can't remember the name of it now. God damn it. The Great Enlightenment, right? Is that what it was called? It depends. Describe your situation. The whenever yeah. they started pre- preaching the fire and brimstone. I want to say this was like that, I want to was, say this was before uh the Civil War. Uh, yeah, what was pre-transcendentalist? Um Tre- tra- Transcendentalist is right after the Civil War. This yeah, is before that. That's what I mean. Yeah. What was pre these guys are nerds. I just want yeah, to know. Yeah, we are. Golly. But I won't say that Billy Graham is that 
for me. It's because deeper I, I, than I, that. I remember in the Old Testament, some guy, I forget his name, but some guy ejaculated his seed to the ground and God got mad. I forgot what he did, but yeah, he was supposed to get this girl pregnant and instead he did it into the dirt and God got really mad about it. Man, at least do it with a sock. <laughs> uh, I, I know what your story you're talking about. And I cannot remember. I, I, I know that, or at least I've heard of it. Speaking of which, why can't I have more than one wife? Abraham did. Because of the New Covenant. <laughs> just, oh, join another, just join another sect of Christianity and you can't. Yeah, I know. I'm Yo, you talk. It's America. Do what you want. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want another wife. I don't want two wives. Like, so a lot someone, of these guys. going to have them on the couch. Solomon in the Old Testament had so many women and concubines and wives. And I'm just like, ugh. So do you yeah, but, all right, so, all right, I'll give you the reasoning right now. All right, you ready? You're not going to like it. So back then, the world population wasn't high enough, and they were trying to populate the earth with humans. Now that we're overpopulated, that's the reason why you can only have one wife. That makes sense. Actually, that's just a bullshit answer I came up the top of my head. <laughs> that's the yeah. most logical thing you've said yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why not? We all accepted that. We're like, yeah, no, sure, never mind. Fuck, That's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? There's no rules? I can have more than one wife now? No, yeah. it was, uh, I think it was because Paul preached about having, uh, whenever Paul preached about wives, he only talked about a person having one wife. Like, for example, uh, when he said, wives be submissive to your husbands, he only, he always did it as one, one wife, one husband. And the, I guess a lot of people took it that way. Unless oh, you're sense. like in Utah. Dave, if you're listening to this, um, I don't want more than one wife. You're the only wife I want. I don't have enough energy look, to deal look, with two wives. Brandon, Brandon already knows. My wife watches Sister Wives, and I swear she's trying to tell Love me something. Love that show. Wait, see? Wow. Okay. <laughs> I still say you it. said she's trying to tell you something? <laughs> yes. She's have you guys seen wife. that show? Swag, yeah. I've heard the term of it, so I think I know what it is. I Good mean, for you. It's... <laughs> Oh, it's going to be a more expensive Disney trip, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just take one wife at a time. <laughs> oh, that's, that's not going to make it any cheaper, buddy. <laughs> and I got babysitters. He is. Wow. I mean, if he stretches it out. Care. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, never exactly. leave. Just bring a next one in the next week. <laughs> just, yeah. Just, yeah. Wow. You're going to have to get a job there, but that's fine. <laughs> Wow. Hey, they were hiring for a safety manager. We went left at Albuquerque, guys, officially. <laughs> no, no, no. We need to bring it back. I'm We've already been on for about an hour that, 16. I'm going to figure out the name of that damn um, movement. Um, I can't think of any See, I thought the fire brimstone movement was that took place in the 60s, and that was with, like, Billy Sunday or uh, something Sunday. That was and, probably, uh, like, Graham. the, that was yeah. like the third rendition just like the clan it keeps no, coming back you he's guys talking just about keep like the back. original like john edwards like, yeah oh, there okay. we go there we go that's the name let me find the name of that movie <laughs> carry on <laughs> wayward sons yeah the actual i think that was his test that his famous testament was the fire and brimstone i think yes. that's the name of it right i'm like looking at a picture like an old painting from school of him yelling at people what was his name again john uh i think but John Edwards? Reverend John Edwards? A, isn't that the former Secretary of State? <laughs> uh, probably. <laughs> no, nah, he was a senator. Yeah. Dean, who, Dean, who, Dean he Edwards? got the chick. He got the chick pregnant, right? 
His mistress? Uh, John Edwards is from like 1703 to 1758. That's yeah. that guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So pre, pre, this is United States of America. Okay. Got you. Okay. Speaking yeah. of a chick getting pregnant, Mary. I mean, I can never get behind that. I yeah, mean, I did, it, I did when I believed in Santa Claus, you know, but it's like, it's like some of these women. No, 1828 to 1903. Yeah, because he was just prior to like. Emerson and Thoreau, and who are phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, authors. and they they were the My transcendentalists. Favorite. That's what yeah. I'm trying to remember who was prior. Yep. Gotcha. Oh yeah. But Lance was it. but Lance was a Backstreet Boy. But I've got that information in my head. <laughs> <laughs> we can get into that at a different time. I don't know about that's that. That's not the same guy. I I, the I j- there's so many things in the Bible that it's like it's like believing in Santa Claus, like. Jesus walking on water. I believe he walked on ice, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't think so, he was actually walking on ice. So, so. I'll, I'll bring up. There, so, like I said, there was a few science reasons why I fell out of the church, you know. Uh, and one of the things I've learned when I came back into church, I had to think about was, like, creation. All right. You know, for Christianity, God created Earth in seven days. But if you look at science, there's something called the Big Bang Theory. And yes, it's a theory, and the reason why it's a theory because it cannot be uh, replicated on a smaller scale, not something of that magnitude. But to me, the Big Bang Theory is flawed in itself because it does break um, the uh, matter and energy conservation law, which states that matter can neither be created nor de- uh, destroyed. Well, to me, the Big Bang Theory just throws that out the window, you know. And and there's also historical evidence that's in the Bible, you know, for example, you know, wherein Moses parted the Red Sea. If you go off the coast in the Red Sea, uh, and I cannot remember the city's name, there's actually iron, there's like Egyptian chariots that are covered in um, coral and, and some of them gold plated, which coral cannot uh, grow on gold still in the red sea at the very bottom and they ancient it's like they've actually calculated to around that time frame too you know there's so many historical evidence that point that the bible is real that it it's just the way it is and then when it comes to christianity you know if you look at this his disciples i want to say all of them but one actually got put to death for preaching what they pre- preach you know if this was a made-up hoax why would you keep preaching something that's going to kill you? There, yeah. there are plenty of reasons to do that. But have you seen yeah, but, Have you seen Hercules me, with but, uh, but the rock is, in it? This is this is when like oh, Roman mythology was the most common quick, thing. Though. Yeah, but and you would be put to death for like a very small group. There's suicide bombers now in the name yeah, of Islam. I mean, so um, I do want to correct ourselves. So it's the Great Awakening, is what it was called. The Great Awakening. There's been four okay. of them. The first one was in the 1730s. Second one would have been eight, right before the Civil War. Matter of fact, that was probably the abolition of slavery we were talking about. Yeah. The third one was the late 1850s and 1900s. And then the fourth one is what you're talking about, Frankie. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yep, so the Great I want to make sure we got that correct before we got off so people didn't yell at us. Yeah, the Great Awakening. So, And there have been several. But have you ever seen Hercules with the rock? Yes. You guys? Yeah. Yeah, that's if you want to talk about A lot of the stories that uh, Hercules, his triumphs, the it trials. was, it was, yeah, the trials, they were fabricated by his group to make him seem more than what he was. 
And I believe that's what some of the stories in Christianity was. I believe Jesus did amazing things. But we have doctors today who can bring somebody back to life. Modern medicine is able to bring somebody back to life. You know, so I think these stories were, it's like, oh my God, nobody's ever done this before. So it seemed like it was just this big ordeal. But I think it was, you know, fluff added to it. Well, I mean, that's the plight of oral tale, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's you, you, you get embellishment every time. Remember the telephone game where you whisper in one person's yeah. ear and they whisper somebody else? That's... I mean, dude, when did, when, did the, when did the disciples write down his, wasn't it like 20 years after he passed even? So if you want to go with, and it depends, like the Catholic Church will straight up tell you, whenever, yeah, it was about 30 years later, um, while they're in prison, they they actually got filled with the Holy Spirit and wrote down the uh, Bible. Now there's been several different forms written down from the Bibles. For example, you've got, and I can't remember the actual terms, but there's several different, they got trans transferred into different copies even the dead city scrolls um is it has copies of the bible in it you know um but uh it, it different different disciples wrote at different times like paul actually wrote his while he was in prison to the different churches and that's what actually the uh different Paul's writings are actually like the different churches. That's why they're their names. Like the Roman church was actually, or the Romans is actually two Roman church, you know? Um, and they broke it down because there was only so much that could actually fit on one scroll. That's why you have like three Johns at the end of the book uh, and stuff like that. So yeah, it, it, each disciple wrote down their book at a different time in life. So it wasn't like all of them got together. And that's the reason why there's three, uh, four different accounts of Jesus because people remember stuff differently, you know. Or, or it's more than that, but also people thought there was something was more important than something else, you know. That's yeah. why, like, if you look at uh, the beginning of uh, Jesus's works or his text, John the Baptist is literally only mentioned, or the birth of John the Baptist is only mentioned once out of all four of the texts. Because the other three just didn't think that was more important. They instead they included some other stuff that into the works. Okay. Well, uh, I, I mean, as we end this episode, guys, I do have a question that I want you guys to speak on real quick. We might take another ten minutes. <laughs> but do you guys watch the movies Left Behind? Yep. Read the books. You know, books too. Yeah. Books. <laughs> and you you know Revelations and whatnot. How? confident are you because i see on tiktok i see on like people are like it's going to be illegal to be christians here like it's never i don't think it no. would ever be illegal in the united states to be a christian and uh, no. like i i don't i, I don't think it might be illegal to be a christian in public one day i th- yeah or any religion i think if you take a look i think if you have you has anybody read a brave new world or no Mm-mm. I think with I know the, the way, song from Disney. <laughs> no, vastly different, way darker. Uh, I I think at some point, maybe not even just Christianity. I think it's going to be um, court of public opinion, maybe even less than federally backed. But I think it is going to be illegal or undesirable to be openly Christian. To be and honestly. In Frankie's case, I think there is a real 
um, push to demonize conservatives as a whole. Um, whether you oh, like yeah. Trump or not, there's conservatives who don't like Trump. Doesn't matter. If you listen to a lot of these people talk, they don't really give a shit about the ins and outs. If you vote red, some of them wouldn't care if you're dead. I mean, like yeah. vote blue no matter who is a great slogan for them. But if you, but that's all it. Ma- I mean, that those are the type of people. That's as far as they get. So as a vice versa. So that's why this culture war is getting a little scarier for me that we're riding on right now. Because I don't want to see the winner of this dictate how society is going to look for everybody for the better part of the foreseeable future. No, and, yeah, right, and right now we have a struggle between two factions that think they are so um, morally superior than the other that they would see, and not everybody, but there are certain significant sections that would see the other one wiped out and think the world's a better place for it instead of just continuous this continuing battle of hearing both sides and landing somewhere in between i know we bitch about it all the time but it god it is infinitely better than being all the way left or all the way right i promise you yeah no 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 you're absolutely right by when you say that it's, it's like i think Speak i told this brand at one time um this country we can't go either too far left or too far right we need each other republicans need the democrats because they are the ones that keep change keep uh keep us from being too traditional and t- stuck in our ways and actually evolving with the times whereas right. in the democrats need republicans because we're the ones that keep them grounded instead of their them flying up in the air into the clouds you know not to sound bad or anything but that we need each other hippies, for this damn country hippies. Too. <laughs> we need we need each other to, for this country to operate properly and i and i'll take a i'll take a jab at the left i got into what was it brandon we saw i saw it all over facebook about if you don't if you're a straight man and you don't uh you you wouldn't date a trans woman then you are transphobic i'm like oh yeah what yeah, the yeah. Hell yeah. is this i roasted one of those yep. posts like no i saw you so I, I think you posted on facebook a few months ago oh, or something man, I, saw, I was like i'm just gonna stay out of that well no we did have a com- remember the conversation yep. we had yeah and it and and what made Remember that? I was like, yep. what made it a hate crime? It had, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or what made it reach a certain point? Just like the transphobia thing. Like, no. It's, well, that's almost I, as bad as know? saying, it, like, that's just as bad as a white person saying, well, I'll never date a black person. Are they racist? No, you are attracted to who you're attracted to sexually. It becomes you know? that once the hatred or, exactly. or whatever's tied onto it, you know? Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's getting too, it's getting too. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Like if like if you had an STD and they were like, "Hey, before we have sex, I have this." Oh, I don't want to have sex with you. Oh, you hate STDs. I mean, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I actually, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> right. But I don't hate no. you for being an STD. I just don't fuck with that. That's it. <laughs> I appreciate your honors, honestly, but you're a cankerous whore. <laughs> But there's somebody for you. (laughs) It's not me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of From the Heart for the Heart. Holy shit. Uh, It's been a nice one. Um, We hope to see you guys back. I hope you guys join the conversation. Enjoy this conversation. And no matter where we went with this conversation, it was From the Heart for the Heart. We're going to go out of this with love in our heart and uh, come back and try to build a better world together. Thanks, guys, and uh, see you next time.